0: Precisely, two best but precisely, drinking beer and talking about stuff, precisely, Bo and Tony, precisely, playing and reviewing games,
1: precisely. What's up everyone, this is Precisely Podcast, episode number 15.
0: Number 15. Hell yeah. <laughs> I am Bo, and to the right of me is... Tony.
1: How are you, Tony? Good, I'm doing great. Just uh, We just played a little bit of Cuphead, so that was enjoyable.
0: Was it enjoyable? Yeah. We'll talk about it later.
1: Yeah, it's a little difficult. Yeah,
0: uh, so Cuphead was just released on the Nintendo Switch through the eShop, I believe yesterday or two days ago, um, and it's a game that I played... With my buddy Zerb, shout out to you, man. Uh, he brought it over on his laptop, and I was like, what is this thing? Like, I need it. How do I get it? And, of course, it was only ever out on PC and Xbox. So it was like a Microsoft exclusive. Yeah. And then uh, Microsoft became friends with Nintendo, and this is one of the games they brought over. And thank God they did because it's a gem.
1: Yeah, it really kind of seems like an old-school game, I think yeah it has the vibes of a, a maybe a nintendo sixty four game
0: uh yeah a little bit but definitely smoother uh graphically and control wise it's uh it's like reminiscent of like nineteen thirties like black and white steamboat willie you know like Mickey Mouse on the steamboat yeah certainly yeah the kind um, of
1: old school graphics,
0: yeah, i'm enjoying it but, man, it's a it's a hard game. It, you die a lot. You learn a lot from your deaths, yeah. right? <laughs> try to learn, at least. Yeah. So we we got a decent amount finished in it, probably only 10%. But I like that the game, the levels are so short in it that even if you die, you're like, okay, that's how I died. Let me try again. And you'll probably die even before you died the last time you died. A lot of dies. But uh, (laughs) it's a fun game. I highly recommend it to anyone with a Switch or if you have an Xbox. I mean, you should have Cuphead. It's been out, I think, for over a
1: year now on Xbox. So, yeah. It's certainly a unique game, one of a kind. So, yeah. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. Are you downloading it?
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going to get it. I think there's a physical release coming out in the future, but I did not want to wait around for that. Too long to wait way too long like this exactly yeah and it's a great game to play two player as well and we learned that if tony dies before i do i can uh press b twice like jump near him and then parry and he'll come back to life just with like one hp but still you can uh live a lot longer that way definitely if i die then then you can parry me so Yeah, yeah
1: like that aspect of the game definitely
0: it gives you a, a second chance, for sure. So, Tony, I wanted to talk to you about Nintendo Labo, All right. and specifically Nintembo, Nin, Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo Labo VR. Have you uh, seen any videos or heard about this?
1: Uh, so, I've seen a couple of short videos of it, but I don't really know much about it other than what the little bit you talked to me about yesterday. Yeah.
0: So essentially it's glorified uh, cardboard that you create. You put the, you know, your little Nintendo game in the Switch and there's like video instructions while you build it. Um, And then with the VR headset, I think there's probably like 20 different games that comes with the kit and then like six different things that you create with it. And I was watching a video earlier today Where, like, you can build a bird, and you put the bird up to your face so the bird's butt is, like, in your eyes. Okay. And you flap around with it, so you're, like, pulling the one Joy-Con a certain way, and it flaps the wings, so you can, like, feel the wind, you know, on your face while you're flying around as a bird. Oh, so your character's a bird, and you get to kind of take its place. And, like, with the bird game there's like a free roam thing where you have to like collect eggs and you fly pretty slowly, but by collecting the eggs, you unlock different areas that then you can race on with the bird. Um, So it's a lot faster of a game. Now, are these separate games you have to download or do they come with a little disc? Yeah, it comes with Yeah. So you have to build the things before you can play the games. That makes sense. Because each cardboard creation It's like a different shape and a different thing that you're doing with the Joy-Cons and the headset and all that. Um, But what's different about the VR Nintendo compared to like Oculus or PSVR is that there's no head strap. So you have to hold the goggles up to your head. But with these cardboard creations, you're moving your hands with it while holding it. And each time, like, it does something different, you know? Okay. So, there's one where it's, like, a big gun that you build, like, over your eyes. And you hold it sort of like a shotgun. And you, you know, load it up each round and then blast it, which is really cool. I don't know. I'm thinking about buying it. Especially because Nintendo announced that the VR headset There'll be a free update for Zelda Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey in VR.
1: Amazing. Mario Odyssey is going to be great also, but I'm sure everyone knows by now we're huge fans of Breath of the Wild, so we're both very excited for this. This is going to make me
0: pick up Breath of the Wild again and probably replay through it for sure.
1: Still such a great game.
0: Yeah. So what I heard about it is that you can move your head and it will move like... It will move Link's head, essentially. Okay. Like, so you can look all around um, the world and, like, look up in the sky whenever you want to. Or you can turn that setting off in case that, like, makes you too motion sick. And the best way to play it is, like, a swivel chair. Like, be in a swivel chair so you can, like, turn your whole body with it.
1: Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah,
0: and I just got that... uh, old swivel chair out of the trash that's actually like a really nice retro chair yeah that'll be perfect put in my instagram stories a couple weeks ago so i'm excited to use that then with it the only thing that's weird about it is that you have to hold the joy cons up you know by your face so you're playing like this yeah i wonder if you could make some sort of headband or something you know Even with a headband, the Joy-Cons still have to be up here. I think they have to be attached. To the box? Yeah. Okay. And that, I, I don't know. Like, it makes me want to wait to get this Labo VR headset to see, like, what the reviews are with Breath of the Wild. It's essentially Nintendo being like, don't play this crazy. Like, don't be playing on this for hours on end. And literally, you probably won't be able to. If you have to hold it up the whole time. Yeah. Do you remember the Virtual Boy? No, I don't. So, it was Nintendo's early uh, creation into virtual reality. And it was like red lasers. And it was a goggle that you put over your eyes. And this came out like around, I believe, original Nintendo era. And like Game Boy, DMG era. So, they had actually really cool games with it. It just would burn your eyes because it's literal like lasers that you're seeing like just red graphic yeah that can't be good <laughs> yeah <dude. laughs> it wasn't good it was a huge flop from nintendo and a lot of people were like uh i got eye cancer from it like i can't see anymore i don't i don't know if all that's true but what i was getting at is that the the virtual boy actually had a stand like with legs like it was on a tripod So even if they had something like that that was adjustable for Zelda Breath of the Wild, and you could take the controllers off, the Joy-Cons off, or use a pro controller and just, you know, prop your head into it to play. But even with that, then, you wouldn't be able to look around, you know? So I don't know. I don't know what to do.
1: Get it, man. Try it out. It can't be that much. Nintendo really... They were brilliant about it because they were like, "We'll give you VR, but you got to put the shit together, you know? <laughs> right?" <laughs> <laughs> like at least PlayStation yeah. is preassembled it. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, and it's cardboard, and yeah. So what happens when it deteriorates or your dog gets a hold of it? Oh God, I hope my dogs don't get a hold of it. I don't know, and the only thing that's like making me feel like I shouldn't get this is I'm running out of space. You know, I don't want to have these big-ass cardboard
1: creations in my game room yeah you gotta get some more shelf edge or something
0: where am i gonna put the shelves we're in my game High room right the now wall, I guess then so. i gotta take the artwork hang down.
1: stuff from the ceiling <laughs> <laughs> that's actually sort of a good idea yeah that could be cool i guess get some hooks, get the, you know just yeah. hook it up there and
0: get it. the cardboard just hanging in there like the bird flying with like a big
1: ray gun there you go it. yeah <laughs> that would actually be dope right you just have to put it where people aren't gonna hit their heads yeah, you just have it high up enough. Yep, so Game of Thrones started this week. Yeah, what do you know about Game of Thrones? You all know <laughs> shit. Well, <laughs> I don't know anything about Game of Thrones. You don't watch it. Yeah, but do you think that's uh, the greatest show of all time? I've heard people compare it to like The Sopranos and stuff. So, you know, I watch the Sopranos and I like that a lot. I actually
0: started the Sopranos last night. I think I fell asleep on the
1: couch. Oh, really? I fell Sopranos. asleep watching Friends last night. I put on, I don't even know if I made it through one episode, but yeah. I've been into that. I've been watching Friends reruns. Oh, Friends is so dated, though. It's so funny, though. And it's even it is better because I would watch it when I was younger, I guess, you know, 10 or 12, and uh, I didn't really get it, but now I get you know, yeah. some of the humor in it. Yeah, for sure. So, do you think Game of Thrones is the best? tv series of all time
0: uh currently right now it is yeah but of all time what's your favorite i don't know you're putting me on the spot right now i believe me this household right here my wife and i the animals my sister even like we are huge got fans like, we went crazy for the premiere. But yeah, you guys got the GOT Oreos sitting down there. We got the Oreos. You came over yesterday, and you're like, yo, let me open this Oreo thing. I'm like, hell no. You got to be here for Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch my Game of Thrones Oreos. <laughs> yeah, I I think it it is the best show out there. I mean, I've seen other shows that I really liked, um, but this one just has so many different storylines and so many like people that you fall in love with like as a person and then they get their head
1: chopped off and you're like fuck. Yeah, I hear there's a lot of uh, a lot of people die off in it, I guess so a lot of yeah. plot twists. Yeah, you can uh,
0: you can't like someone too much because they're probably going to die. <laughs> Um, the last episode was really good though because it brought everyone together. Like, right in the beginning of season one, like, there wasn't necessarily a big war yet or anything. And then people were scheming and people started dying, and it separated families and everyone from each other. And the start of this season, it brought the families back together in some sort of way. So, it was a very, uh, like, happy-go-lucky, a lot of hu- humor with it. John Stark actually uh, rode a dragon. Spoilers. Um, but if you haven't seen Game of Thrones yet, you know, you're not a fan. It's been a week. I'm hyped for tomorrow. Wait, is it tomorrow or is it Monday? I should know this, right?
1: It comes out on Sunday night. All right, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, the last episode, there was only, like, one or two deaths in it. So that was a cool change. The one death was really weird though. It was like this boy, young boy, probably like ten years old, that was like pinned up on the wall, and there was all these like legs and arms around him in the evil like White Walker uh symbol. And then the boy comes to life and it's like Bleh! and they like stab him in the chest, kill him. Crazy stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen it, so... Well, you should come over tomorrow and watch it, and I'll give you an Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little late for me, but uh, mate, we'll see. We'll see yeah, how it goes. Yeah, it is a late, a late show, 9 p.m., which isn't too late, but I think this episode's going to go longer than an hour. So we will see. You want to talk about Retro Recaps? The game we love so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: So, I don't know if love's the right word, Yeah, we're I. playing it. <laughs> we are playing it.
0: So we have been playing uh, Link to the Past for the Super Nintendo Zelda. And uh, I think we ended with Dungeon 2 on the Dark World, right?
1: Yeah, but du- the water dungeon, I guess. Yeah. The best way to put it.
0: So we got past that. Uh, then we, you went to the third dungeon, and I went to the fourth dungeon.
1: Well, before that, I went and got the flute. I think you told me about you. You told me I would go get go see the boy in the woods and get the flute, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got the shovel. Yeah, dug. Got the flute. Yeah, you explained that to me. Luckily, I would have been there. So, do you know what the flute
0: does now? Because you pretty much did it.
1: Yeah, you got to play it in front of the statue,
0: and then it, like a seagull or something, some type of bird comes out of it. Yeah, yeah. And then you can play it anywhere in the light world okay and fast travel to a different area on the map there's like eight different spots yeah man that's convenient so it comes in super handy does it do anything in the dark world no i think it's just the light world because it's like a bird you know it's like nice and fluffy yeah or feathery i guess yeah birds aren't fluffy
1: maybe yeah birds are fluffy definitely
0: i guess yeah um, so it definitely comes in handy. Even if you're in the dark world, you can transport back to the light world, fly somewhere else and find another portal to go back to the dark world.
1: Yeah, I guess so. There are only a handful of portals though, which there be a are pain.
0: And it's almost good to like find out where they are. So you can map out how to get from point a to point B and
1: a also quicker, be able maybe. to get back into the dark world. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So anyway, you go and, uh, you play the flute, and after you find it in front of the kid on the stump, who's a fox, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And then he turns into a tree. I believe we talked all all about that on the last one.
1: Yeah, I think we did.
0: All right. So anyway, tell me about so the then, yeah you the get, third dungeon.
1: The third dungeon in the dark woods is it's pretty difficult. And Dark world is obviously. I mean, it's like probably twice as hard as the light world. What well, What do you think? Is that a oh yeah accurate assumption? Five times harder yeah so I mean that it's pretty confusing, I guess, yeah you, know, you got to jump through a bunch of holes and shit um and then I got to the boss at the end gave it a couple tries, but it's difficult, you know, and having to go back and get fairies and stuff, yeah, and it's just a long it's like such a long journey every time restarting restarting you know you die restart you got to make it the whole way back so
0: when you die. Because you're playing the Super Nintendo version, yeah. The third dungeon is in the Dark Woods, correct? Correct. Yeah. All right. And it's all underground, and it's different areas that you have to like fall through the ground or climb down or and find your way around it. Yeah. Yeah. So the boss is in the top left corner. And yeah, and I guess to, that's like, where the to.
1: Master Sword is in the Light World.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Um. So when you die from the boss, where are you starting over again, since there's a bunch of different, like, starting points?
1: Uh, if I remember correctly, it's like, at the, f- you know, you go do a separate thing for the boss, right? A separate uh yeah. kind of dungeon. dungeon. So you start at the beginning of that.
0: Okay. That's not too bad, then.
1: No, but I mean, you still got to make your way through. That's one of the ones that isn't too bad, but yeah. then... So after I gave that a few tries, gave up on that. I went to the fourth dungeon because you told me you were there. Back and to the
0: third dungeon, though. Did you get the fire wand?
1: Yeah, yeah. You have to
0: get the fire okay. wand. Yeah, and that unlocks the area to get to the boss. Then and the yeah, fire yeah, wand you have is to use that. Yep. the fire wand is super helpful, um, but it it sucks your your magic meter down very fast. Definitely, it does. So I actually gave up on the third dungeon at first and I was like I need to do something that I read about and that is to find this like little statue area that you use the secret powder on and have you gotten the secret powder no, I've been I talking about I it. didn't
1: go for the magic powder yet but I know I need to so I checked in that to witch's house a couple of times trying to get it yeah. before, but I guess maybe now I've played long enough that it'll be there. It'll or maybe be there. I missed it. You know.
0: It, it's right next to the guy inside the witch's hut. Yeah. It's like a little bag. He doesn't even – like you just go up and pick it up. Do you need like a glass jar to put it in or what? Nope, okay. nope. it's its own thing. Its own item, yeah. Yeah. So you find these uh, two like little dwarf guys um, – or I guess it's only one dwarf guy, that's, like, in the middle of the map, and there's a hole that you can jump down if you have the hammer. And I did that. You walk into this, like, cave area, and there's this weird statue that, even if you're, like, pressing the A button next to it, it's not doing anything. So you sprinkle your magic powder on that, and out pops a bat. And it's like, oh, why did you wake me up? Like, I'm so Mm. pissed. Like, I'm going to... Make you lose half of your magic, and in reality, he uh makes you gain twice as much magic, or essentially reduce your magic by half when you use it. Yeah, so, it
1: reduces your. It's the same thing, yeah. Yeah,
0: so you have more magic, and it helps with like the ma- the fire rod and stuff using that because it doesn't drain it right away. Yeah, and like spells, you get can take up a lot of magic. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I did that, I then went to the dark world, and right below that area, you talk to this guy, it's like a frog, and he's like, take me back to my partner, like I don't know where I am, and you go back up to the dwarf house, and he's like, oh, there's my buddy, like you go to the light world then, okay, and he turns back into a dwarf, um, instead of being a frog, because he's in the light world go Into the house, and he's like, Oh, there's my buddy. Like, they're brothers, and they're like, Come back anytime. So, I, I left the house, came back in, and they're like, Do you want us to build a sword for you? Like, a stronger sword? I'm like, Hell yeah, I do. They take my sword and they're like, Come back later. I'm like, Oh, god, now I don't even have a sword to use. So, I went to the dark world, then went back to the light world. And just by doing that, it takes up time, yeah, enough time you to know? pass that
1: you could go back so now
0: go. i have a stronger sword dude oh have, really yeah i have this like red sword it's it's a tempered sword is it the master sword or it's, it's still ju- the master sword but okay. it's tempered yeah so they like beat it with their sticks and stuff i don't yeah, know dwarf tools yeah dwarf tools <laughs> um so what i noticed with it is like an enemy that would take two whacks yeah. Only takes one whack now.
1: Oh dang, that that'll definitely be helpful. Yeah, so you
0: movement. need to go do that. Yeah. Um, on top of that, I found a magic cape. I believe it was like in the bottom right area. I I might be wrong about that. I'm not looking at my notes. I'm just going off my head. But the magic cape makes you invin- invincible. Um, but it also uses your magic meter up. So you can turn it on and I believe you can still hurt enemies, but they can't hurt you.
1: But I could see where that would be beneficial, you know, especially running through some of the harder parts in the dungeons. Or even the boss battles. Yeah. You know, if you have the half
0: magic spell on you and then you use the cape during a battle where, you know, shit is just coming at you left and right. Definitely helpful. Uh on top of that, I found the ice rod randomly really yeah i was just like it's like oh i this i know for certain was in like the bottom right area and i feel like the magic cape was around there too but i might be wrong about that but the ice rod is in the bottom right of the map and i was just like oh what's this dungeon and uh there was like a hole in the ground too and then there was a crack in the wall so there's like three different areas i think one of the areas you get a piece of a heart and then the ice rod, which I have no use for it right now, but I'm sure I will later.
1: Yeah, did you try it on any enemies or anything? Yeah,
0: it freezes them.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it doesn't uh, kill them though or anything.
0: I think they eventually die, like after it unfreezes. Okay. But you can like whack them and yeah. kill them faster that way. Damn. Um, so then I went back to the third dungeon and I beat the boss which is a moth, right? It's a giant moth. And he... His weakness is the fire rod. Okay. And having the half magic and hitting him and letting it burn, like, whole, like, flash a bunch of colors, wait for it, and then hit him again. Like, after he's done flashing. Okay. Yeah. Third dungeon uh, boss battle, is that with all the spikes coming left and right at you?
1: It, yeah, I didn't get to the boss battle. In the third dungeon? Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. Or is that the fourth dungeon? The fourth one has Oops. the spikes in it. Okay, all right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the boss on the third dungeon, the moth guy, hard at first, but as long as you have enough fairies and hearts
1: and fire rod magic. Yeah, I think I definitely got to go around and get some more, you know, kind of perks. Items. Because, uh, yeah. yeah. That's... It's gonna help me. you. If I get more I got to get more glass jars for fairies and uh the half magic definitely. Yeah, I got to find out where the fourth
0: glass jar is. I have 3 of them. So if you load those up with fairies, dude, you're you should be good. Yeah. And half magic, that's where it's at. Yeah. Uh so you went to the fourth dungeon. Where was that at?
1: That it's in town, right?
0: Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Um so it's right by Instead of the weather vane, um, it's like a gargoyle statue.
1: Yeah, and you gotta yank off the gate in front of it or something.
0: Yeah, you move it aside and find a like a strange underground
1: dungeon. Um, and it's a little bit confusing. Yeah,
0: it's very confusing.
1: But once you get the map, I mean, it helps out a lot.
0: Yeah, this boss was tough too. Um, you find a girl that asks you to take her outside. And initially I thought, oh, I got to take her outside. But if you do that, she'll be like, oh, you took me the wrong way, you know? And then... But when you get outside or what? Yeah, when you go outside. So you don't have to go back to her. You just go to this area where the boss battle is that you can see on the map if you have the compass and map. Yeah. Like you'll see the skull like, oh, that's the boss area. So when you first get to the boss area... The boss isn't there. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. You have to go above that area and bomb the floor above it to open up this light. Okay.
1: Yeah, I got that done. Okay.
0: So the light shines in. You then talk to the girl, um, and she's like, you know, take me outside. You take her to the boss area, and she turns into this, like, big old monster thing, like this, like, whirly ghost. He's, he's a wild dude. And he's hard to fucking hit. Yeah? Yeah. He's hard to hit. He just moves around real fast. So you whack his head like three times. That head pops off. And it starts flying around the room. And uh, (laughs) then the body like where it was laying comes back to life. And you got to avoid the head coming at you. And then hit the body like with the new head and hit that three times, that head comes off. So there's two heads flying around w- with a body, with another head, and you start hitting that one. So I think it essentially it takes nine hits. Um, definitely have enough fairies though, because you're sounds die. easy. But, oh, <laughs> essentially it takes nine hits. Yeah, <laughs> and six hundred tries. Yeah, <laughs> I I died a bunch. Um, so yeah, good luck with that, Tony. I feel bad for you, man. Playing on the original hardware is tough.
1: It's definitely not easy. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) there is... I got this magic power also called uh, the bob bombs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it it like clears a whole room basically for Mm -hmm. you or everything on the screen. Did you get that yet? Yeah.
0: I I believe I got that one up at uh, Death Mountain
1: area, right? No, it's it's in the desert, I think. Okay. If I remember correctly. It's over... In the desert. Yeah, you got uh, go bottom to the left dark world. of the map. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I I
0: got that one and the lightning one. I don't know what the third one is or where. Oh, it's the at. third one's
1: the earthquake. I didn't get the lightning one. Oh well, I got the lightning one, which I guess that one's up at Death Mountain. Okay, that yeah. would make sense. And what is there like a tablet that you read up there or what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you use the book to read it, and then
0: you learn the power. Yeah, it's to the right, cool. it's to the left of death mountain like where the dungeon was which one do you use more i don't use them because i forget that i have them
1: yeah and they take up well for me a lot of magic yeah does it like half your magic uh no i think i might get like like three three. of them, maybe
0: yeah yeah i always forget
1: that i have it so i don't use it but i should probably start using it especially at like some of the more complicated parts of dungeons it comes in handy when you're just like you know get these enemies out of here let me figure out the puzzle yeah i agree you know let me solve this so i can move on
0: yeah you gotta love the puzzles man for a 16-bit game
1: yeah i mean it it really is impressive the amount of time you know that someone had to figure all that (laughs) stuff out right
0: (laughs) and like a bunch of people had had to figure it out together collectively. Like, Oh, well let's do this and let's do that, but let's not make it too hard. Yeah. You
1: know, you Um, know, there's some, they're, they're probably in there laughing. Like they'll never figure this out. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) So I actually
0: got to the fifth dungeon, which, uh, it, it was boggling me how to get inside of it. And then I realized like it just clicked. Uh, you got to use your mirror, in the light world to go to the dark world or vice versa to get inside the dungeon because there's a huge wall around it. So you where got is it. this? This is uh, it'd be in the lake in the light world. Okay. Yeah. Like the bottom Yeah. center area, not center, but to the right of that. Um, but the dungeons all made out of ice and this one is tough cause you're slipping and sliding, but I won't, I won't tell you much more yet, Tony, because I want you to experience it. Yeah. This might be one of the hardest dungeons, just uh, traverse and walk around in.
1: I was hoping that the
0: Dark Woods was going to be the hardest (laughs) one. (laughs) Man, I I need to come over to your
1: house and just help you run through some of the dungeons. Yeah, just help (laughs) me beat the bosses. I can usually figure out how to get there eventually, but... Yeah, it's tough. But, I mean, that's all I got. It is, man. Yeah, it's tough, dude. So You haven't been playing anything else. How's West and Loathing going for you? West and Loathing is chill,
0: man. It's so much fun. There's so many missions to do in it, and they all, like, intertwine with each other. So you're like, all right, let me go back to this area that I've already been to because I have this new item that might unlock something. It It's so much fun. And, like, every time you're walking to a new town or riding your horse to a new town, you usually, like, find a different area that opens up in your map that you can go to instead which is really cool yeah is it an open
1: world game or what
0: uh no okay no i mean it's a big world but it's like a 2d game yeah so to me open world would more so be like 3d i can walk anywhere but yeah that makes sense the walking area from like point a to point b you're not actually seeing that you're not doing the walking it just like takes you there, and okay. then something happens halfway through where it's like a snake is coming to f- fight you. Do you want to <laughs> fight it, or do you want to surrender? Yeah. and Or it's like, oh, you found a treasure chest on the side of the road. Do you want to open it? It's like, yeah. Of I do. course. Of course. I'm playing a video game. Uh, I want to remind you, Tony, and everyone else that we have a giveaway going on. Heck yeah, we do. It's going until May 11th. If you guys love Precisely, if you love our logo that Nintendo Raccoon made for us, you can buy our shirts and hoodies on eBay. Just search Precisely podcasts on eBay and you'll see both of them. We have all sizes and colors. Uh, Both are unisex and I believe they're pre-washed so they don't shrink.
1: Yeah, they don't shrink.
0: So if you order a shirt or a hoodie, you'll... Be entered into a giveaway for Spyro the Dragon Super Pack for the Game Boy Advance. It's a CIB game uh, in my personal collection that I want to give away to our fans that are supporting us. Yeah, I think we got a few people ordered some apparel al- already, so... Yeah, but uh, your chances of winning this are high because not a lot of people have ordered yet. Yeah, but get your swag. Get your swag, yo. This is Precisely. Yeah. Uh, make sure to check out GamingPodcastAlliance.com where you can find our podcasts and many other gaming podcasts. And uh, be real. Enjoy
1: 420. <laughs> we out. We out. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Precisely Podcast and Bo at Bo's game room me at tony uh me at uh, precisely underscore tony we out <laughs>